Welcome to the TubeBuddy Express podcast, brought to you by TubeBuddy, the number one tool to make your YouTube life easy. Each week, we discuss how you can utilize TubeBuddy to enhance your YouTube experience and make your life as a creator easier. And now, here's your host, Dusty Porter. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 90 of the TubeBuddy Express podcast, the show where we help you take your YouTube channel to the next level. Brought to you by the fine folks over at TubeBuddy, the browser plugin that just keeps on releasing new features that I just am in love with. Um, If you don't know, TubeBuddy is a free browser plugin you can download now. Click on the link in the show notes of this episode here that you're listening to. Uh, You can upgrade to the paid version if you are so inclined to, and I promise that you will be. Uh, TubeBuddy is just that tool, man, that I just keep on uh, just hearing and seeing and just loving the updates that uh, the Phil and the team over there are doing. And uh, they allow me to do the show. And I've been doing the show now for almost two years. So I do want to give a big shout out to the team over there uh, as I, I'm part of the team now. And because of that, uh, I am so forever grateful. All right. So this week's episode is going to be a little bit different in that I'm not going to give you like a technical um, per se tip where, uh, you know, you've got like, what I'm going to tell you today, and then you can just go implement it. This is more of a philosophical thing. This is more of a uh, episode that uh, when I when I wrote this down in my notebook as something I wanted to do a podcast episode on, I knew then and there that it was going to be possibly controversial, possibly something that ends up being one of my favorite uh, pieces of, of podcast work that I've ever done. So I'm going to jump right into it. So today the topic is, as a YouTuber be willing to change what's not working. And so there's a lot of things that led to this topic that led to me wanting to talk about this on a podcast episode. One of those is the new uh, the new analytics we're getting with uh, CTR and impressions. Uh, so basically now we're able to go in there and get some data on uh, you know how many times our videos are showing up in search and then how many times those videos are getting clicked on. And so I've getting I've been getting emails for the past month. Dusty, how do I imp- improve my CTR? First off, these people probably don't even know what CTR is, right? They don't understand it means click through rate. I don't even know if they understand that. But they're emailing me and they're like, "Oh, I want this number to be higher. It's uh, you know it's a two point three percent, but I want it to be up at you know five or six, which is what everyone's telling me it needs to be at." And so the reason why this triggered this podcast episode is because when it comes to a question like that. You may have to change the way that you visually brand your thumbnails. Maybe that's why no one's clicking on your thumbnails. So again, that's kind of a small sample size there. So what I want to talk with you about today briefly is just about being willing to change what you're doing. A ton of small YouTubers always ask me, and I I assume some of your small YouTubers, medium size, large size, whatever it may be, and a lot of them always message me. and And the one thing they always ask me is, how do I grow my channel? Why am I not growing? How come I'm growing at a snail speed uh, where I see other people in my niche growing so fast? And the normal answer I give them is, well, what have you done recently to change it up? What have you done to be different than what you've done in the past that have given you these results that you're so talking about right now that you don't like? Think about it in terms of sports. Uh, If a basketball team goes and they're in a seven-game series like the NBA playoffs and they lose the first two games, if they don't change anything, whether it be a lineup, a defensive scheme, going into game three, what's going to happen? More than likely, they're going to lose game three. Now, obviously, sometimes there's a talent differential, and obviously that's going to be the case with YouTube as well, but you've got to make changes to see if that's the case. 
And so when it comes to YouTube, people are so afraid. So they continue producing the same types of videos. They continue visually branding their channel the same way over and over again. People don't like those yellow thumbnails, man. They don't like the thumbnails where they can't see anything. They don't like the thumbnails where the text is just vomited all over the screen. So change it up. Make some changes. Do something that's different to see if you get something that's moving the needle forward as opposed to backwards or just standing upright. And so that's the thing that I always get passionate and a little upset about is when I get asked that question, I go over, they hire me to go and look at their channel because that's something that I do. I do consultations for YouTubers. I'm working with probably seven or eight currently right now. And it just frustrates me when I work with a YouTuber, I give them the things they can do to change. And let's be real, a lot of it sounds and is work, okay? It's hard work. It's a lot of effort to be put in. And after you know, I tell them that, we come back after a month's time, I see what they've implemented, and 90% of the time, they've done none of it. They've just continued with the ho-hum. They've continued with everything they've done previously that have given them the results that they're so upset about. And it's, it's again, you, you, you like to think of it as a teacher as common sense. And, and I'm a parent now of a three-year-old, and you tell uh, a child something, especially at the age my daughter is right now, over and over and over again. Eventually, they'll get it. Eventually, you know, they'll, they'll get it. But sometimes they don't. And, and, and it's one thing as a YouTuber to keep doing things that are working. I, I, that, that, that's where I want you to get. I want you to get in that pocket to where you found something that's worked for your niche, for your content, and I want you to do some awesome stuff with it. But when you're doing things where you're not seeing results, you're not seeing growth, and by the way, I'm not talking about numerical growth. I'm not talking about a subscriber number growth or a viewership number growth. I'm talking about the result that you're after. Are you a roofing business trying to get clients? Are you or are you not getting clients? If you're not, your YouTube channel's not successful. If you are, I don't care how many subscribers or viewers you have. Are you an artist trying to get gigs and jobs? Are you getting those jobs? If you are, your channel's being successful. Okay, it's not a numerical thing. I want you guys to understand that. And so when it comes to pivoting and changing, and I use this example all the time, people love it when I do public speaking gigs and things like that. When I always remind them of that scene in the American sitcom Friends where Ross and the guys are trying to get that, uh, that the couch up the stairs and he's just yelling, pivot, pivot. It works the same way as a YouTuber. You've got to be willing to pivot. If you're not, if you're not, then just don't do YouTube. Because I'm going to be real with you guys. YouTube's going to change the algorithm again. YouTube's going to change what matters and what doesn't again. They're going to change the rules and regulations again. I think people found that out this past year when they uh, implemented the new partner program changes. You've got to be willing. You've got to be sitting in a position to where you are willing to change. Whether it's a new type of video, something you've always thought of but you're a little scared of, take that dive, take that step into the unknown, and I promise you, you will not look back. What's the worst thing that can happen? You produce a couple of videos that don't work? I cannot tell you guys how many videos on my YouTube channel. Like literally, I did a bunch of different series and I saw what works and what doesn't. What my videos do that work are when they're tutorial videos that are obscure and smaller things that help people get from point A to point B. I found out that that's, wor that's working for me. I'm using a visual scheme right now on my thumbnails that very well next week I may change because right now the CTR is not where I want it to be because I'm willing to make the changes and you should be too. Hopefully you guys found some value out of this. This was one of those shows that I was a little nervous about doing because 
Uh, I knew that it could stir up some dust. Uh, but you know what? Uh, a good podcaster isn't uh, isn't worth uh, his salt if he doesn't do that every now and again. Hopefully, you guys love the show. If you do, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, wherever you are subscribed to the show. Thanks again to Buddy for letting me do this for almost two years now. We are approaching that three-digit mark in episode numbers, and for that, I am forever grateful. Thank you, guys. Keep creating. Keep pressing that record button. Talk to you next week.